0: Hi, uh, my name is Mustafa Khalil with uh, Cloud Simple. Uh, I'm going to show a quick demo of uh, our uh, Azure VMware solution uh, that we uh, shipped back in May. Uh, Quick history about me. I I worked for VMware for over 18 years, and I spoke at most VMworld uh, events. and uh, I left VMware uh, about two years ago to join Cloud Simple uh, to start the uh, the customer uh, success engineer uh, management team there, which is the combination of uh, tech support and solution development team. Uh, I authored two books: Storage Implementation in VSphere 5 and Storage design Implementation in VSphere 6. This is where you find us at the exhibit hall. We are at the Azure. Uh, uh, booth, as well as a Google Cloud booth. And a few of our partners are showing our solution uh, uh, using their products. So let's dive a quick into the demo. Um, me here, need to open a browser. I'm going to go to a portal dot and I'm going to log in with my account there. So um, if you're familiar with Azure portal, you uh, deploy services by searching for the given service. And in this case, if you want to add the cloud simple service, you just search for cloud simple. And you will see here a list of services. There's cloud simple nodes, cloud simple services, and cloud simple virtual machines. To subscribe to the service, you select the cloud simple service and then from there you click on add and then you enter a name for the cloud simple for the cloud simple service that you want to add and then you select a resource group this resource group is where you deploy the virtual machines that you want to run on the cloud simple service and the cloud simple service is actually a vSphere cluster that's running on the physical nodes that you have as dedicated nodes that you purchase as part of the subscription So you can either select one or create a new uh, resource group. And then you enter a name and you pick the uh, region where you want to have the nodes deployed. Uh, Currently we have East US and West US and we are launching uh, West Europe in Amsterdam. And we're uh, expanding globally as we go. And then you enter your CIDR for the uh, accessing this Uh, uh, this service. This one is used by the VPN connectivity as well as by other network uh, connectivity choices that I will show you later. So I have here a service that I have deployed. So after I deploy the service, it would look like this. And at this point, the next thing you need to do is to add the nodes. So to add nodes, you need to uh, purchase the number of nodes that you want to subscribe for and do you already have the resource group that you created the service in? you need to add the nodes in that resource group then you give it a name and then you select the location where you have you want the nodes to be uh, deployed and then you select the node types we have uh, two node types there is CS uh, 28 and CS 36 which are 28 cores versus 36 cores the 28 cores is like an entry level with uh, lower capacity of the storage and RAM. The CS36, you have 36 cores with hyper threads would be 72 cores, uh, uh, 72 hyper threads. And you can uh, you have uh, double the RAM and double the storage capacity compared to the CS28. So depending on your vSAN cluster that you want to deploy within that uh, private cloud, this is what we refer to as the SCDC. Uh, the more capacity you need, the larger the server you want, or you can use the lower-end servers and add more nodes. So you pay per node, not per, uh, per, per, uh, per use. So uh, once you purchase the node, this, you select, is it monthly, or is it uh, pay-as-you-go, or is it uh, annually, or every three years, and so on. And then you click review and create. So I'll show a quick demo here of how this uh, process works. So this is what I've done so far. So let me fast forward. So I created the, the private cloud. So to create the private cloud, you need to select. So let me pause this here. When you go down here to the service, after you select the nodes that you purchased, then you click on Create Private Cloud. And the Create Private Cloud is the same uh, UI where you select the, the region and, uh, uh, and the number of nodes that you want to deploy. Minimum nodes required are three nodes. That's the requirement for vSAN. Uh, but you can uh, have more. So here you give the name to your private cloud, and then you select the region and the availability zone. So, you can have uh, a cluster deployed in one AZ and you have another cluster deployed in another AZ so that you can have your workload distributed between different AZs to have higher availability. Or if you want all your VMs running in the same AZ to have more proximity to each other running on the same cluster, uh, you would have better network performance there. And then, the node type, this is what I was showing you earlier, I was saying earlier, CS28 or CS36, and then you specify the node count. And then you click, next you go to the uh, advanced uh, network op- advanced options, where you specify the network. This cider here is, we provide as your management cider. That's the one you're going to be accessing your uh, vSphere client via VPN to manage your uh, vSphere cluster. And uh, this... Cider should not over, uh, overlap any ne- other network you have on the on-prem, because once you connect from the on-prem to the private cloud, you will end up clashing. So after it's created, it will show like I showed you, you end up getting the notification on the top says that's it's created, and you get to your private cloud and you get to you now, uh, this is the creation part, I missed skip that. So now we want to review uh, configure your network. So let me pause this. So let me go here for the live one here, and I'm gonna go back to. so I go to my cloud simple portal so this is the portal that we have developed and built this part of our IP and its' component of it are run it in Azure's component of it I run it on the private cloud itself so this UI is in uh, running in Azure you select a network and the network choices you have you have uh, once it loads so you have a uh, a firewall configuration where you can configure firewall rules. You can configure a VPN uh, gateway where you can configure a site to site VPN to connect between your gateway to the on-prem, uh, from on-prem to the private cloud. And then you can configure your firewall rules on this uh, tunnel. Uh, or you can create a point to site VPN where you uh, configure it on uh, uh, the portal uh, per user. So you configure one one point-to-site VPN, but each user gets their own VPN configuration bundle downloaded with the user's name and with their password. You can import that VPN bundle into the uh, VPN client. We support OpenVPN or any other client that's that's based on OpenVPN. So I'm not sure why this is. I'm using the wrong button here. So this is not working, uh, network problem. So if I go here, you will see that here I have the firewall tables, the VLANs, subnets, and public IPs. A public IP is when you deploy a virtual machine in the private cloud, you can expose it on the Internet by acquiring a public IP from Azure and assign it to an internal IP address that this VM is using. By default, this public IP is blocked, traffic is blocked from inbound direction. You have to create a firewall rule to enable the traffic on a given port the application that runs on that vm wants to be visible from the from the internet and uh, you can create firewall rules for other things as well but for the purpose of public ip that's specific to the vm traffic the outbound traffic is, is open by default so any vm running in a private cloud can access any uh, site on the internet but it's your choice you can block that using the firewall Once you configure your site-to-site VPN, you can route all of your traffic through your uh, site uh, network. So this way, none of the internet access for the VMs run on a PC will go directly through Azure, will go through your site and then out through your firewall. Uh, The Azure network connection, uh, this is an option where if you have Azure native resources running on Azure, and you want to provide connect- connectivity to this, of these resources to the private cloud, you would uh, request from uh, Cloud Simple an uh, authorization key and a uh, resource URI for the Express Route that we deployed for your private cloud. It gets displayed on the UI here, where you can copy. The, both the uh, authorization key and the uh, the resource uh, URI, and then uh, you go into Azure and configure your uh, 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 your subnet and the uh, the gateway connection to the private cloud using this authorization key. You will claim that authorization key. So this is an example of how the firewall rules look like. So this this rule here is for a, a, a private cloud uh, vpn you can configure this as a site-to-site or you can configure a, a point-to-site uh, if you configure a, a public ip uh, cloud uh, uh, firewall rule you will select that other box for public ip and then down here you have the directions and so on this is a typical firewall rule configuration that's all provided in the ui Let me see if this one is back. Okay, so after you configure your network, then you go to uh, to this home page on the, uh, on the portal and you click launch vSphere client, which will launch the uh, the vSphere uh, uh, HTML5 client. That would look like that, but you need to have your VPN configured before you do that. So. You can have this point-to-site VPN on your desktop where you can have access directly to it, or if it's on your site, everyone on your site can click on that link to access it. So uh, this one here, when you connect, you will see the number of hosts and you have the workload uh, resource pool that's defined for your workload. This is all your domain there. Anything else you have no control over, we manage, monitor, and maintain, and update and monitor security and configure security for all the infrastructure. So you would not see the vCenter server VM there. It's hidden from you. But if you have an application, uh, a solution that you want to install that requires administrator privileges, you can request elevated privileges for a certain period of time that you define in the UI. And once you're done creating your uh, service account that you're gonna use to install this application and run it, it, the uh, elev- elevated privileges will get uh, reduced again after the expiration time. And the application will continue running with that uh, with that elevated privilege. We monitor this account, make sure that no user is using it to log in with it uh, at the, uh, uh, the, the actual vSphere client. So from this point on, uh, if you deploy a VM within this resource pool, you can go onto the portal and we have a, an ability to map a resource pool to an Azure resource group. Whatever VM that's deployed in this resource pool that's mapped would become visible in the resource group. So for example, if I go here and I go to my Azure portal, and I go to my virtual machines, I have a VM here that is a set of VMs. I have two Oracle Rack VMs here. These are actually deployed in the the Cloud Simple uh, uh, private cloud. You you look when you click on the VM here, you will see all the controls here the way you have it in vSphere. If this were a pure Azure VM, you wouldn't have the suspend button. It's available there because it's actually running on uh, the the private cloud on vSphere. And here you can monitor uh, the the uh, all the performance like you do with uh, the uh, on, on 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 vCenter. Access control, you can uh, provide access control from Azure to this VM that would apply to the users using the VM on the private cloud. So the integration is done between both uh, Azure and uh, uh, Cloud Simple to make it seamless whichever direction you're coming in. So you can have your user deploy a VM on Azure to that resource group, ends up being deployed onto the resource pool in the private cloud on vSphere. So I think I'm out of time. I'm out of time. Okay, thank you. So, I don't think there's any time for questions, right? Okay.